I. Well, I guess. Well, I don't know, Bob. I hope it's ten seconds. Good enough. Anyway, today is Sunday, October the ninth, twenty twenty-two, and welcome everyone to Banquet of Books. And in Banquet, um, everyone can talk about a book that he or she liked, hated, um, whatever. Uh, Any books from anywhere, um, even magazine articles, we accept everything. We're not proud. So um, Jenna wanted to go first because she has something to do, so we'll let her go first. Okay. My book is the Last Green Valley by Mark Sullivan, and it's DB106525. This is the guy who wrote Beneath a Scarlet Sky, so I couldn't wait to read this book. This is, it's about the Martell family during World War II. They are an ethnic German family living in Ukraine, and they escaped. Ukraine because they want to be out from under Stalin's oppression. So they leave with parents and their two small boys and relatives on both sides. And so they are escaping under the supposed protection of Nazi officers and they want to find what the mother calls the last Green Valley. So they don't know exactly where they're going. They just want out. The problem is that they're caught between the Nazis and um, the Russians, and they despise both sides. And they end up in battlefields between the two armies, and they have to deal with illness and hunger and all kinds of things it reads a lot like a novel and technically it is but he did a lot of research on this family and in fact he interviewed the two boys after they were old uh, old men and so it's based on there's a lot of uh, non-fiction it's a lot of truth in this in this book it's amazing that they escaped all of the things that they that they did it's very fast moving and um, uh, all kinds of things happen to them before they finally get where they where they want to go and uh, that's that's about it could I have the DB again please I'm sorry I didn't uh, 106525 thanks mm-hmm. okay so now I'm going to go get my thank you Tana Okay. All right. Good luck with your okay. with your vaccination shots. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, that's okay. All right. And, and what? I'm sorry, but what was the name of the book? Oh, the Last Green Valley. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Does anyone have to leave early? Anyone else have to leave early? Good. Okay. Well, then I'm going to speak about my books. I think that people like Liz and my sister Judy and and me, anybody that loves cats will love this book. It's called Dear Sparkle. Zoom. 
It's from Bookshare. Um, it's cat to cat advice from the world's foremost feline columnist. Um, actually, the book is written by Sparkle herself, but to put a human into it, her name is Janice J A N I. S is in Sam, S is in Sam, Gorza, G-A-R-Z is in Zebra, A. And this is so, so funny because it's, and as I said, it's from Bookshare. And it's um, one cat who thinks she knows it all that writes to other cats to tell them how to deal with the humans in their lives. Because some cats have good humans, some cats have not-so-good humans, and they write to Dear Sparkle to tell her their problems. Well, I really enjoyed it. And I think she's written other books. Uh, I think there's a book called Sparkle the Cat. Um, you have to look them up on Bookshare. Uh, I think maybe she's written a lot of books, and but they're not available to us. Uh, my next book is called is called "It's Always the Husband." It's from Bard. The book number is one zero eight two nine one. It's by Michelle. Delete internal memory. Campbell. C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. Beginning of books. It's 10 hours. Heads up. Who's ever taking notes and messing around with their computers while people are talking, mute yourself and un unmute yourself when you're ready to talk. Because if you're going to be taking notes, we, we don't want to hear it. and It's interrupting and rude to the people that are talking. So thanks. Sorry, Joni. Thank you. No, thank you, Ellen. Um, the book is 10 hours and 55 minutes. It's a page turner. Um, these people start out as well, pr primarily the three women involved uh, start out as freshmen in college. All three are very insecure. Um, and there's one named Kate who is absolutely the most gorgeous person that you can imagine. And yet, she is evil. Um, yet, all of the girls and all the guys are, are very attracted to Kate. She's magnetic. Everybody loves her, and they hate her at the same time because she's so evil. She does things to hurt people. And this goes on uh, their freshman year and it takes them into womanhood and they're about 40. And it's, a, it's really a good read. It's creepy. It's scary. My kind of book um, because there, there are deaths in it. 
Anyway, I recommend it very, very highly. Uh, Joni, this is Shelly. I came, I came in late. Can I have the name of that, please? Oh, it's called... Wait a minute. I have to... Oh, Sorry about that. It's always... It's always the husband. Great book. And I love it, always. I couldn't hear you. It's always what? The husband. And Steve, who is here, I'm recommended here. it. Oh, good. I'm glad that you're here, Steve. Thank and you so one, much. I oh, appreciate it. 108291 is the Great. number. Thank you so much. And it's a book that will stay with you hauntingly. Because mm. it's so unbelievable. And thanks, Steve, for recommending it. Yeah, I don't know okay. where I'm getting my books anymore. But I'm glad you brought it up. I, yeah, it was a great book. Um, yeah. Thanks, Tony. Well, Thank you, I'm Steve. Got- I'm going to disagree that it's always husband. Sometimes it's the wives too, but whatever. <laughs> well, there is that too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely a good reason. I, I would also like to add, I've known a number of physically beautiful people that were just horrible. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> no oh, surprise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we always, we have. So, Joni, is that all you want to say? And do you mind if I call on people or how do you want to proceed? I think I, bet, I, think I better stop talking just, so other people... I, can I just say one thing? Sure. I just checked. Deer Sparkle can also be purchased in Kindle. Okay. Oh, okay. Deer Sparkle. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so, Johnny, you're done, right? I'm done. All right. Well, and you I'm going to call in. I'm going to go like we normally do, and then if you want to, if you want to comment after people say their piece, then you jump in since you are the facilitator. Okay. Thank right. you, Alan. Okay. Let's see. See now, I, I heard Judy. Judy, do you want to talk about a book or not? I actually do. Boy, I believe it. Okay, go for it. The floor okay, is yours. First, thank you. The first book I wanted to read was The Maid. Um, of course, I have the best person in the world helping me choose books because every time she reads something good. She tells me, and I never read a bad book. I always read the good ones. Anyway, I I started to read The Maid, and I was reading and thoroughly enjoying it, and all of a sudden, I found out that it was a sample. And so I tried to get the book and tried to... Anyway, it's a long story. I couldn't get the book, um... And I I found a book that said four people go into their hike and two come back. And so the name of the book is called The Hike, H-I-K-E. And the author is Susie, S-U-S-I, Holiday with two L's, H-O-L-L-I-D-A-Y. So there are two couples. They go to the Swiss Alps for a hike. The girls are sisters, and the guys are the brothers-in-law. As I said, the four of them enter the mountain, and two of them, and most of the book, they just talk about, um, well, they they have the two sisters, Kat and Ginny, and 
they start getting into things that sisters would complain about each other, and they start picking on each other, and the husbands um, get in on it, and it's very interesting. It started out very predictable, and I thought, I don't know if I'm going to even finish this book. And all of a sudden, when I thought it was unpredictable, it would change. So my ideas were not correct because it would just totally change. And it was very interesting uh, to see how the girls reacted to each other. And um, anyway, when two came back, um, oh, before that, the terrain gets very dangerous, and you know somebody's going to throw somebody off the mountain, but you don't know who and how and when. And then when they come back, these two people, and they don't even tell you who it is until later, the police, they go to the police, and they get very suspicious because the stories don't jive. So, and it goes on and on. So, um... Anyway, I enjoyed it. I didn't finish the book, but I will. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. And I'm sorry I didn't check to see if it was on Bookshare or Bard. Sorry about that. We'll find it. I should have. No problem. Huh? Yeah, I thought about that, but I didn't. And they said, that, I don't know if anyone read The Last Resort, um, but this is the author of the of, uh the last resort. Oh, well. Okay. Well, you need okay. to find a, a complete copy of the maid so you can finish that. It was an excellent book. So, uh, mm. uh, uh, but uh, I'm sorry you got started with the sample and didn't get to finish it. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, well, that's got to be frustrating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I right. think you got the thing. So, is, is that all? Yeah, she's been having. Jude, what? Is that all? Is that all? Are you yes. done? Oh, I'm, yes. uh, okay. okay, good. All right, Joni, comments? Well, I'm going to look for this book, and I'm glad that Judy came, and I'm glad that she's reading again. And um, But she's had a big problem getting books because she, they seem to send her samples. Mm. She's gone to Overdrive, and I think Overdrive is changing, and Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, that's okay. Um, I found this by accident, and it's worth reading. It's good. Yeah. That's well, one of the best things by accident. <laughs> we're, we're we're always glad when Judy comes. So uh, yeah, we hope so. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. You. Okay. Great Let's to see. Be here. Okay. Let's see. John okay. Bolger. Oh, okay. Thank you, sir. The first book that I want to talk about is called The Perfect Wife. And this is by J.P. Delaney, D-A-L-N-E-Y, in four volumes. And it was Braille 22954. And this is a story about a Cobra. A covert is actually a, a robot made into a person. Uh, they are made to be pretty much like what was a real human. 
Abby Cohen Scott disappears, and Tim Scott, her husband, in his business, makes a covert of his wife and uh, puts uh, in files to make her almost real. Now, he has been put on trial and everything because they believe that he murdered her, but since they couldn't find her body and everything, um, obviously he was able to get out of it. Uh, but anyway, eventually, uh, <clears throat> somehow they get to the fact and find out where Abby really is, and uh, they're able to get to her, and some strange things happen then as well. Uh, don't even ask me how I got into this because I don't normally read this type of a book. The perfect wife is that the name? Yeah. Yeah. I, yes. I, I, the perfect I'm, I'm wife. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Now. I would like to talk about A Walk Along the Beach by Debbie McCumber. This was an awesome book, John. I read it. McCumber. It is an e-book, and it was in four volumes and put into Braille for NLS. This book is mainly about a woman named Willa and her family affairs, as well as uh dealing with her boyfriend Sean in the end the story kind of shows the uh importance of need of someone all kind of things happen along the way including the death of Willa's sister with leukemia and Willa almost losing her business and Sean just doing his own thing. They almost break up because of it all, but a walk along the beach saves it all. Anyway, <laughs> I read this book with my e-reader Braille display. Oh, good for you. Oh, nice. Good. All right. Wow. It's incredible. I love it. So I, I did not that. have a hard copy of it. <laughs> oh, <okay>. no. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So there you go, Joni. I read from my e-reader. That's great. Well, you, yeah, my e-reader. I love the e-reader. You can still Braille, and, but, but uh, you're it's out. It's Braille. Uh, yeah, you're it's out. Braille it's Braille. Braille. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's nice. Gives you, gives you op- a lot more options. Outstanding. Oh, yeah. Maybe someday I'll learn to use mine. I've only had it for almost two years, but, you know, what can I say? <laughs> anyway, thanks, John. And, uh, okay, Alan, who? Okay, who John, and, and John, I cannot believe you read something like The Perfect Wife. That does not sound know, like right? me. No, it does yeah, not yeah. sound like me. I don't know how. But <laughs> once I got hey, it, I got to say, it sounds crap. like something I might want to read. So anyway, I know, and me too. Yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, mm-hmm. Sally Rosenthal. Okay. 
I would like to recommend one of my favorite authors because he died this past week. Um, Peter Robinson was a British-Canadian crime writer who wrote the DCI um, Detective Chief Inspector Alan Banks Mysteries set in Yorkshire. Um, I believe there were 27, 28 of them. He is a wonderful writer who um, sets his murders and investigations in the fictional village of Eastvale in Yorkshire. And Alan Banks began being the police chief there in, um, the first book came out in 1987. The last book came out last year, and there's a one supposed to come out in 2023. He is one of the best crime writers. Their best books I've always found have followed the characters. There's a lot of character development along the way. Um, even people who don't like crime novels like him, um, just for the character development and how people grow and change. Um, he was only 72, which upsets me because I'm almost 70. But um, he he's one of the best writers, and if you haven't read him, I would really urge you to. Um, it's the type of series you can pick up in the middle of it, but you want to go back to the beginning and just keep going because they get better and better as time goes on. So his name's Peter Robinson. And I know they're available um, from Bard. I know uh, many of them are on Bookshare and Kindle. He's easy to get hold of. Great. And, That's and, all I have. Sounds good. Thank you, family. And, and I, haven't we good. read uh, the the mystery book group? I think read one of those at least in the past. Didn't Ann pick one of those? Johnny, you remember? The name sounds so familiar, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll check those out. I'll go back to the beginning and check because uh, I, I like that kind of stuff too. All right. Mm. Thank you, Sally. Let's see. Sure. Let's see. Thank you so much, Sally. Dan. Okay, who's next? Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. I'd like to um, recommend an engagement in Seattle by Debbie McComer. And I, oh. pick, I picked it knowing it would be a light book because I just finished reading the Century Trilogy by Ken Follett. And I thought <laughs> I needed a light, a light book with a predictable plot to uh, take a break from something more uh, serious. So I read the book and it's basically two romance novels that take place in Seattle. And I grew up in Washington state. So it was interesting reading about places that I visited. Um, In the first one, the uh, main character, I think her name is Julie. She, um, owns a company and she and her brother, Jerry, and they hired this Russian chemist to help them develop a paint. And she's also dealing with her ex who used to work for the company, who is trying to sabotage what she's doing. And so there's this plot of the ex trying to get her, um, Sta- trying to get her um, 
patents that the Russian um, developed. And of course, she falls in love with him, and then her ex tries to get involved. And needless to say, they they get rid of him. And and then her uh, husband, the Russian guy Alec, his sister moves in, and there's all kinds of temperament back and forth. Mm-hmm. That everything turns out happily ever after and then the second romance was even more improbable um where this woman leslie uh had was a teacher and she had broken up with her oh no she had married a guy named tony who was a teacher with her and he dumped her and married someone else and she's kind of love uh you know lonely and then she's walking she's at the grocery store and someone tries to mug her Ooh. and she chases the mugger. But then this other guy comes out of nowhere and chases a mugger and tackles him. And this guy's name wow. is Chase. And he was in Seattle because he had placed an ad on a billboard along the highway to meet wow. a bride that he wanted to take to Alaska because he was an oil, worked in an oil pipeline. So he and Leslie really click and then it's the whole story about the week that he's there and he's interviewing different prospective brides and it they're kind of but they're falling in love and she's dealing with her ex who's stalking her and finally you know she agree she agrees to um marry the guy and then they go north to alaska and then she has some misgivings but then you know things kind of um work out but the ex is still trying to meddle and her mother and it's it's complicated but it's predictable and the second one has an epilogue where she's uh you know three years later she has kids and everything's happy i i sometimes wonder why these authors put epilogues like that why they don't just leave it to the reader's imagination to um, uh, figure out that things were happy. But yeah, no. I noticed a lot of writers are doing that. <laughs> also, Debbie seems to go way back though. Debbie seems to like Seattle a lot. <laughs> well, she's she actually lives. from there. She, yeah, she lives in Washington. Yeah, because yeah. her um, mailing it. Ouch! Sorry, the cat is the cat's playing rough, and I'm trying to get rid of her. Um, <laughs> the um, she um, has a. Well, I don't know if she still has it, but she has a post office box, at, box in Port Orchard, Washington. And then the only other thing I would say about the book is in the first romance, the fact that the woman agrees to marry the Russian chemist so that he can stay employed by their company. And they don't love each other, but then after uh, they get married, they do. And I just, hmm. I find. <laughs> I mean, the books have happy endings, but I find the plots a little improbable. Does someone really try want to either, in the first case, marry someone to keep them in the country they love? And in the second case, does a woman really want to take a chance on someone <laughs> who came there that she just, you know, that he had a sign on a billboard uh, saying he was looking for a bride? And it's just, but, you know, I guess there's a, you know, that, that is a genre that people like. And uh, Debbie McComber has written a lot of books. I don't yeah. know if she's still, if she's still writing, mm. but. Uh, yes, she is. I, oh, yeah. Okay. 
And that book that I read was more, it was kind of different. It was more of a family, homely, homey type stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I don't, yeah. She writes different types of books, really. Yeah, no, I don't know if these are, I hate to be, I don't mean to be sexist or anything. Are, are these books geared toward women or in anyone? I sort of am not sure. That, yeah, it, it, it seems like a type I mean, of, it seems like a type of romance novel genre that's written to appeal to women. I don't, I don't it's know. It's a very light read. I guess it could go yeah, for anybody. Yeah. It's, it's a light read. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. would say that. Yeah. That's well. a, yeah, that's a better way. Of the scri- it's a beach read, right? A beach yeah. read, okay. <laughs> there you go. Read, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, because so that, mostly, I don't like, I don't like romance novels mm. at all. I, 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 think I, did, I didn't I used to. It. You brought it up, so it, something was there that. Well, I didn't yeah. used to, but I was <laughs> looking for something innocuous to read. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I just want to ask Dan a question. With sure. the Ken Follett books, and there are uh-huh. three of them, and they're 35 yes. hours each. <laughs> and when yeah. I saw that, I, oh, I don't know. Um, uh, but I think I, they're worth I, it. Ken Follett? Okay. Yeah. Well, I've read some Ken Follett books that were not that great, but many are these I have romance as well. Or no, these are historical. They're not oh. thrillers. He's oh, usually oh, known. Okay. For, these are just <laughs> I, historical that makes more novels. Sense to Thirty-five hours. Yeah. yeah, and they're they're very good. They're like Michener. Well, I, mm-hmm. I tend to like long books, whether I'm reading them in Braille or or talking book. Yeah, a long book if it if it pulls me in, I'll I'll read it. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this again? I'm the opposite. I like a quick one so I can get more done. <laughs> yeah, so I hope to have some more books to talk about next time. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, you know, thanks, you're welcome to you're welcome oh, to thanks, come in, jo- even if you don't oh, have thanks. anything. To- yeah. Well, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Good. You're more I, than welcome. I I, I I don't mean to cast any aspersions on Debbie McComer, but I think she's probably got about as many books out there as James Patterson does. But hey. Do you think she has uh, any books about Manderley? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't I don't think she's a Manderley type, but but whatever. But uh, uh well, okay. I just gotta get that in. Yes. <laughs> okay. Mary Ellen, I hear she I has know. one coming what? out called what, 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 what? I, I think no, you, you said you didn't have a book well, to talk about, but I thought no, I'd No, wait a minute. Check. I do have something to say. I did okay. check. Right. I say did it. check on book, Bookshare for the hike, and it's not up there. I went oh. to Bard. I checked really? that, and I came back with the cat who saw stars, so go figure. <laughs> oh, that's the cat who series. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a good. Those are a good series, but that's that's not what you're looking for. <laughs> we'll have no. to watch. For, we'll have to watch for the height and hope. It but shows that's the Cat Who series, that's the Cat right. Who Saw yep. Stars, and the Cat That Came. Oh yep, my I read gosh. those two. Those are funny. Yeah, they are. They are. That that's a totally different talk about light. I know, but but it's it's. <laughs> no, I know. You know go figure. Know. But anyway, I, I, I have I no books. <laughs> okay. Oh, Excuse me. Uh, okay. I, 
I, I wanted to give you a shot at it. Okay, Stephen, go ahead. Thank you, you Alan, very much. Yes. I'm just taking notes. Sorry if I okay. made noise earlier, but I'm just, I don't have anything right now, but I love coming in here because if I can't come away with one recommendation, then there's something wrong with me. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you're, you're I mean, yeah, yeah, but yes. no, nothing oh, this month. You. Um, Okay. I, I don't, I feel like I'm a, you know. Okay. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm always looking for new books to read. So, outstanding, good. Well, you've been working, you've been working on your third well, book, right? There is that, but yeah. Now it's just impatience. Well, it's like get the damn thing. And the second one, I'm barred. It's like, come on, people, let's go. Okay. But yeah, we'll talk about that next month, maybe. All right, good deal. All right, All right. thanks, Liz, Liz Lindsay. <laughs> okay. So I am going to talk about The House Across the Street by Riley yes. Sager. Um, okay, let me get to the annotation Is here. Is the house across um, the lake? Yeah, yes. Not, Thank the you. Lake, not not lake, the house not across the street. The, street. the house across <laughs> the lake. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, and I just lost. Okay, I just. Uh, hold on. I'm just trying to get the DB number for you. Sorry. Uh, anyway, oh well, it's gone now. Um, I'll look it up. Go ahead. Okay, so Casey is um, a widowed uh, actress, and her husband died. Uh, she's. It, it takes place on Lake Green, you know, Green Lake, which is where her family has a a, a lake house um, that they, you know, they visit. It's a vacation house. So she goes there to recover because when, when her husband died, she kind of dove headfirst into the bottle and had uh, some very unfortunate experiences um, during her shooting of, of different things that she was working on projects. And so she kind of like needed to chill out you know, before she totally tanked her career. So while she's there, she's, she's there by herself. She has a set of binoculars and she notices that directly across the lake from her house is like an A-frame. And the whole front of these houses are usually glass. Um, they're beautiful, but they're, they're not private. So she gets bored and she gets a little curious and starts, you know, looking into the house um, and just kind of seeing these very handsome people, you know, the, the, settling in their their new their new neighbors and and she doesn't know anything about them well one day she is on the lake in her boat and she finds a, a woman's body she's sure the woman is dead but she pulls her out of the water and does what she can to revive her and all of a sudden the woman kind of coughs back to life and she finds out this is Catherine Royce who is the one of the new neighbors from the A-frame house um they form a friendship and Catherine starts kind of dropping some um, hints that maybe the, her marriage isn't all that happy and she'd kind of like to get away. But, you know, she makes the statement to Casey that my husband will kill me before he lets me go. Um, and we find out that basically because they're living off her money, she's got a lot of money that she's inherited from being a supermodel. And, you know, I'm earned being, being a supermodel. Um, and, this the the story starts unfolding. Um, Catherine goes missing. Um, Casey is really concerned that she's dead, 
Um, Eli is an older, an older gentleman who's a neighbor of Casey's and he's a full-time resident on the lake as is Boone. Oh, no, we meant no Boone is not Boone is house sitting, um, taking care of doing repairs in a house. Um, okay. Um, and then Wilma is, uh, a detective there in town. So they, they go about looking for, and it's, it's kind of, it's a similar, you know, it's like Casey gets more involved in the inv- investigation than she should. And Wilma keeps trying to tell her to stay out of it. And but of course, Casey's instrumental in finding it. Um, the, I'm going to tell you that, that this book starts off really slowly. Um, for about the first half of the book, half of the book, it's, it's an interesting enough story, but it, if you've read Riley Sagar, you're kind of perplexed as to, well, when is this thing going to take off? Cause you know, you're, you know, it's going to, well, I'm here to tell you it does. It gets very twisty and turny and things that you really thought were so are not. So I'm not going to tell you what happens because I want you to read it. I can honestly say books don't generally scare me, but this one scared the bejesus out of me. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Cause That's I was going to delete it. Now, huh? I was going to delete it when you said it wasn't any good. I'm like, no, 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 no. Just, but just be patient with it because it does, it gets a slow start. Uh, yeah, but once yeah, it gets going, it reading, gets so. creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I was like 12 o'clock at night and my husband came out. I'm going to bed and I said, you know what? Late at night. <laughs> don't go to bed on me. I love it. Riley Sager. Oh, come on, guys. I'm trying to talk here. Um, and I just, you know, I told him that I couldn't go to sleep before I finished the book, but it was really worth it. Um, it it's it's trick, it's tricky, but I recommend it. Cool. Thanks. That's well, all I have. Thank 108-524 is the number. Thank you. And uh, I'll, I'll agree with Liz. I I was thinking about picking this for worlds of books at some point, and it and, and, and I bailed on it because it because it does start slow, but uh, uh, it apparently gets better. And I, and I guess based on oh, what you said, didn't earlier, throw it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was what was said earlier? It's always the husband. I expect maybe, but who knows? Oh, we'll we'll, well, we'll find out. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I've not read. I've only read uh, an hour of it. Okay, thanks. Liz. I promise you, it is not who you think it is. Things right. are not as they seem. You will be totally. Nah, I love yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Brits would say you're going to be yeah. gobsmacked by this one. It's really oh, amazing. Okay. Thank you so much. I, I'm going to keep <laughs> it. Then I'll wait till one of the groups do it or something. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. Well, I had started. I had started this book, and I thought I love Riley Sager. I mean, she has written some books. Oh my God, and. Because one of my friends had recommended it, oh, wow. and it was it was kind of slow, and then mm-hmm. other books got in the way, like book club books and stuff. <laughs> but I'm going to go back and read it. But Alan, do you think that you're going to recommend it for World of Books? No, no, I, no. I won't be picking it for World of Books. No. I, I was thinking about it, but I, I went on to something else. I might right. actually pick it for mystery. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah let me know. Okay. Maybe I'll pick it up. Okay. Well, Let's see. Thank you, Liz. Yep. Yes. Thanks, Liz. Sherry Wells. Okay. I have two books and I'll be quick. The first one, anyone who's on DB Review has seen this book reviewed numerous times to rave reviews, and I concur. It's called Miracle and Wonder Conversations with Paul Simon by Malcolm mm-hmm. Gladwell. 
and it's DB108147. It's only about five or six hours long, and it's just exactly what it says. Um, he talks to um, Paul Simon, and they talk about different uh, books of his music, um, different um, songs, how he came to write them. They play different parts of music. I don't know how this could possibly be a print book because there's pieces of songs throughout the book and stuff. And I'll just tell you a couple bits of trivia. One is in the song, The Boxer, there's all those Lila Lies. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 108427, is that right? 108147. One for thanks. Yeah. And uh, Paul Simon said he had originally planned to write lyrics for that part, and he never came up with anything, so he just left them there. And, of course, they're iconic now. And one other interesting one was that he'd never liked the original version of Homeward Bound. And when they did their greatest hits, he did a slightly revised version of it, which I have heard and I don't like nearly as well as the original, but maybe it's familiarity. In any case, if you're at all interested in that music, it's a very good book. The second one... I don't usually read a lot of mysteries, but someone recommended this one, and it's in the middle of a series, the Kate Burkholder series. She used to be Amish, and now she's like a city detective, and it's called The Dead Will Tell, and it's by Linda Castillo, C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O, D-B-7-9-2-1-8. It's in the middle of the series, but you don't really have to read I didn't miss anything by just reading this book. I assume that the earlier books um, developed her romance with the man she's living with now, but that's kind of a minor part of the book anyway, so you didn't miss anything. Um, in 1979, the whole Hochstetler Amish family was robbed, and they were all killed except for one little boy, and the mother was missing and never found. And now, in the present time, a man is killed, and there's a note that's indicates he was tied to that murder somehow and Kate has to figure out how he was tied to the murder and she starts finding other people who think they saw the ghost of the woman who disappeared back in 79 but that woman would be in her 70s so that doesn't seem likely that she would still be around but who knows and uh, she starts finding other people that might have been involved in this murder slash robbery back in 79 and other people start being killed. And I thought it was a really good book. Um, it was suspenseful, interesting and in how she solved the crime. She's quite likable. So I would recommend this one. I don't know about the rest of the series. And that's yeah. all I have. I've, I've read I've read Thanks. a couple of those and, 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 and they're all good. The ones I've read. So I, I agree. She, Love. She, Kate she's a good writer. Yeah, mm -hmm. she, she, she's a good character. Just a quick footnote to the first one that you said, Sherry. Sure. Um, if you really want to hear a fantastic, my favorite version of um, Sounds of Silence is oh, yes. uh, by Disturbed. Really, believe oh, it or not. Yes. The only, I love the the only song of theirs I like, but it's, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you know. Thanks. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. That I, I I yeah, you recommended that to me, Liz, and I've played it bunches of times. It's really oh, awesome. I, that's so so yeah. <laughs> Glad you mm. mentioned that. Yeah. Okay. So we, we still got a, a handful of people left and we need uh it's about 17 till the hour. So let's let's uh let's get let's keep uh, keep it tripping on pretty fast. Uh David Fauche. I have one book. I give it about a 3.5. It wasn't the worst thing I've read or the best, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. The book is called The Refuge by Anne H. Gaphart, DB 
1865-95639. The book is basically set in 1849 in Kentucky. It deals with the Shaker community. They were a big deal in the mid to 19th century. In this book, Darcy Goodwin and her husband Walter are fearing a cholera outbreak, and so they join the Shaker community because they see how the Shakers never get cholera. He goes on a trip downriver to New Orleans to sell the the Shakers. Uh, they they're known for selling things like seed packets and homemade brooms and different things. But he dies in a steamboat explosion. Mm-hmm. She. And uh, she didn't realize when they joined, she was already expecting a child. The Quakers' big thing was living celibate. The men lived in one half of the house and the women in the other. They had separate doorways, separate stairways. They ate separate. The book is interesting because it illuminates this culture. Eventually, in this book, you see where a guy, uh, Flynn, Kelly comes. He is dealing with us. Quakers have a sick horse and he's known in the area for his ability to work with horses. And he does. And he and Darcy meet and how she and he eventually become a family. He had been married. His wife was deceased. He has a daughter. And it's how all of this comes together, makes for the novel. You'd read it because you'd want to hear about the Shaker community and how that lifestyle impacts people. Some people loved living there. They found it orderly, clean, and safe, and they always had enough to eat at a time when not everyone did. Other people hated it. One woman's husband wouldn't leave, and he wouldn't let her daughter leave, but she eventually left. She'd had enough. So if you want to learn about this culture, read the book. Again, The Refuge, DB95639. David, was this at Pleasant Hill? I'm not. I think it was Harmony. I think they mentioned Pleasant Hill. I might be wrong, though. Because Pleasant Hill is absolutely beautiful. It sounds like it would be interesting. Is that that, um, nonfiction or? No, it's fiction. It's historic fiction. Cool. All right. Okay. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Deanna Noriega. Okay, I've got two books. Um, the first one is is in the Cat Who series, The Cat ah, Who Wasn't a Dog. <laughs> and it's uh, set in England with aging actresses as the main characters. A bit slapstick, murder mystery. Um, Dame uh, Cecile Savoy is supposed to appear in Arsenic and Old Lace. Her <laughs> dog suddenly dies. And she drags her two friends, Trixie Dolan and Angela, Angeline Sinclair, to a taxidermist because she wants to get the dog stuffed because she <laughs> oh. for so long she can't imagine going on stage without her little dog sitting on the chair while she puts her makeup on. And they end up finding the taxidermist in a back room dead. And they almost get caught when the building starts to burn down around them. All right. And Trixie gets Cecile really pissed off because she snatches up a little cat she found in a cage and throws Cecile's cape over it and runs out with that instead of taking out the dead dog, which is what Cecile thought she did. 
So <laughs> she wasn't the cat mm. wasn't a dog, but Trixie couldn't mm. leave a living cat in there with a note on it saying that someone wanted it stuffed. So <laughs> that's the, the basic mm. story. The DB number is 57210. And the other book I have is a um is Italian Lessons by Peter Pazelli, Z-Z-E-L-L-I. And it is the story of two young men who fall in love with young women because they're so beautiful when they're very young and that's 20 years apart and they become friends and get involved and you just sort of follow what happens as a result of the older one giving the younger one Italian lessons because the girl he's in love with was an exchange student he only met once the day before she was to leave and he's determined to learn Italian so he can go and find her so that's in its db 76483 mostly dealing with personalities and interpersonal relations I guess you'd okay. Okay. Thank you, Deanna. Thanks, Deanna. Very no well problem. done. Okay. Shelly Kane. Okay, guys, I'll be quick. I had three, but I will go with two because I know the time is running out. Um, the first book I'm going to recommend is actually pretty brand new. Maybe some of you have read it. Some of you have not. I'm so sorry. I don't have the DB number, but the first one is called The Recovery Agent. And it's by Janet Ivanovich. Um, this was about a, a woman by the name of Gabriella Rose. I don't know if any of you read the Stephanie Plum series, but I love it. It's hysterical. She appeared in uh, like the 27th book, the book of that. And then Janet came out starting this recovery agent because Gabriella was um, helping Stephanie Plum on a case. And she's a recovery agent. She goes whatever agency she works for, she has to search for different things that are missing. And in this book, a ring is missing. So she's going to different um, areas of the country. She retrieves the ring and then they have her on other missions and she gets involved. It's kind of funny too, but she gets involved with her ex-husband Rayford and they go on these missions together. Some of it's scary. Uh, some of it's funny, um, but it just came out this year and I'm really sorry. I don't, have the db number but i think if you guys like you know some humor some mystery uh you would really like this book and i th i'm not sure if they're going to do um like a spin-off series i'm not sure if this gabriella rose is going to have any more i don't know if janet's <laughs> going to do any more with this book but i hope she does because it was really entertaining um my second book is a little bit more serious um the author is megan m-e-g-a-n miranda m m i r a-N-D-A. Ellen and Liz, you guys may want to look her up for your group. She's tremendous. Oh, hello? Oh, someone was talking. Um, okay, so it's Megan Miranda. And this book is, she's got several on Bard. Um, the DB number is 95799. And the book is called The Last House Guest. It's, it's narrated by Rebecca Ross. 10 hours and four minutes. Um, I'll read you the anno annotation, but it, it's, it's a murder mystery. It's a suspense fiction. And 
Uh, I'm sorry. Um, and mystery and detective stories. And um, it's about this girl, Sadie, who was murdered. But I'll, I'll read you the, you know, the figuring out the murder. You'll never know who does it until the end. But I'll I'll tell you, read the annotation really quick. It's um, typically friendship never. Typically friendship never. Wait a minute. Typically never um. friendships never develop. Hold on. Between between locals and different people in summer people in Fairport, Maine. Hold on, just trying to get this. And Steve, we're hearing you taking notes. And, yeah, I, it's con um, it's confusing me here. I'm sorry. So that this takes place in the summer, and they're at a, they're at a um like a house, and and it says, and that's. That so, something happens with the visitor Sadie. Sadie's the one that gets killed, and Avery is her best friend. They've been best friends for ten years. Oh, okay. Um, so for almost a decade, you know, they were really close, and as time goes, oh, what's going? Um, as time goes on, you know, things begin to happen. Sadie is very. Uh, controlling where Avery is just, you know, on the opposite of, you know, she's a lot different where she, you know, they actually think it's her who killed Sadie. And then you realize at the very end, um, you realize at the very end who killed Sadie. Um, and it's going to be somebody that you would never suspect. But as you're reading this book, um, you, you know, you will be able to figure that out in the end. Yeah. It was really, really entertaining. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Shelly. And again, it's called The Last House Guest. And it's it's too, I think it's, you're better off looking it up um, under Megan Miranda. Because I couldn't, when I read the book, I couldn't find it under The Last House mm -hmm. Guest. So look it under, uh, under um, Mar Megan Miranda. And you got the DB number. It's 95799. Right. Thanks. Thank you, Thank you so much. Sure. Thanks. Sure. All, right. All right. Well, that's everybody except for me. And I'm going to be fast. Uh, I'm reading so many books for book groups that, that, I, I, I'm not opposed to going back and rereading stuff that I've really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I, I, I've got a handful of books that I read mm -hmm. over and over again, especially if Jack Reacher's the star of it. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I'm rereading the the Echo Burning uh, Jack Reacher book. It's like the fifth one in that series, and I only read the mm -hmm. ones that Dick Hill narrates. So I, you know, I was able to get them from my library a long time ago. But uh, uh, the, it, it, if you ever get a chance to read it. Uh, with Dick Hill and everything. it's a it's a very good story. It takes place down in in Texas, and it's got a a good backstory. And uh, Richard's just a good character. He's a good guy, and he's a good character. And uh, I, I I can't say enough good things about him. But uh, the other book I'm reading is uh, Carl Hyson's Squeeze Me. We read that for Worlds of Books back in the day. If you like Donald Trump, don't read it. But uh, if you like Carl Hi Carl Hyson is, is is a good writer and he's funny and he's he's good at taking pot shots at people and uh, okay. uh, he he does a good job of, of 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 taking pot shots at Trump and around around a, a good history and a good funny story. So uh, squeeze me. It's about uh, uh, pythons. Uh, you know, down in Florida, uh, you know, uh, uh, a, a python eats a uh, eats a 
a 70 year old woman at the beginning of the thing that, that's a that's a trump fan and it goes on from there so, but uh <laughs> it, oh, no it's an right. excellent book it is yeah, a funny funny yeah funny it's, book. It's, it's real it's real funny and stuff if you're if, if you're gonna get your political feelings hurt because you're a big trump supporter don't read it but otherwise it, it's hilarious and it's funny so anyway what, uh, what's the name of it you have a db Squeeze. on that no i don't but i can get it for you Squeeze oh, me. Squeeze yeah, me. All right. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It's, 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 an, it's an easy title, but uh, yeah, you, you, you can find it. But uh, it, it, it's fairly recent. It came out, I think, probably last year or the year before. Right. So, so, so uh, anyway, that's everybody, Joni. I think everybody's chimed in. So, uh, you got any last oh, minute I comments? Wanna, I just want to say something. There's a new book about Trump by a reporter that spent a lot of time with him. Maggie Haberman. Yep. Confidence yep. man. Yep. It's, it's, it's on Bookshare. I found oh, it. Oh, um, Bookshare. Good. 500, good. 500 print pages. Yeah. Yeah, it's long. Uh, yeah. Okay. And, I, and I'm sure it'll be on Bard at some point. I oh, yeah. I'm sure. If, yeah, if they ever yeah, start yeah. getting books again. Yeah. If they, if they ever start they getting will. books again. Yeah. I yeah. Think. yeah. I think they'll get it. Oh, yeah. I, I expect it'll be the commercial version. So I'm sure there's they'll, they'll have it in Audible. So to what I've been getting a lot of mine on Audible too. I think it's better. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I've used all my credits in Audible uh, on a series well, that Audible's I will talk about story. next. Excuse me, but I, um, the the um, uh, I will report on the series I'm reading right now next month. So yeah, so excellent. Just, okay, talking about. I had something I'm to sorry? Uh, you asked Joni about the book in an instant and I have the DB number if you want it. Oh, I'd love it. Thank you. It's one oh six one one one. Is that the Trump book? No, it's no, it's called In an Instant. Joni asked uh, me about the, it earlier. I talked okay. about it a few months ago. Oh, well, the the, the right. Trump book is called Confidence Man. Yeah. Confidence Man. man. Oh yeah. that's a good Confidence title. Man. All right. I gotta go. My brother's and, up, Alrighty. So. Please excuse me. I'm the facilitator. I get to say what I want to say. Better say it fast. Um, <laughs> I am. The next meeting is the second Sunday of November, the 13th of November. Awesome. All right. Great. And I 2022. So, hey, so thanks everybody for coming in. I found a book, a hike on audible. Okay, the hike's on Audible. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right. Great discussion, Joni. Take care, everyone. Everybody, Thanks have a good Halloween. Bye. Oh, absolutely. We Bye. had like four, fourteen here at one point, Johnny. Good crowd, so good deal. Thanks, Take, Alan. Catch Thanks y'all at the next one. You okay. Yeah. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 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 Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.